0: All right, well, good morning, everyone. Good morning. And uh, happy Father's Day. All you fathers out there. And I would say it's fitting to say a special Happy Father's Day to David Hansen and company. Having this newborn babe here, that's awesome. Hey, it's good to see everyone. And it's my privilege today to share with you from the Word of God. As you would remember, of the faith, and what I'm really trying to do is take up key sub- through some very fitting, relevant subjects that relate to us today. The subject today is the person of Jesus Christ. I really struggled with this subject. How can the infinite, and where do we begin? How to other human beings the person of God's own son. I really kind of struggled with how I would put this all together. So I hope that you'll bear with me understanding the person of Jesus Christ. I'll start by saying this on a person. It's not a church. It's not a baptism or communion or following some type of religion on that very topic. I was... So pleased that we sang that hymn, not in device or creed, but it's in the person. The- and so, by the help of God, I would like to present to you today, let's pray. Father, we, we feel so inadequate, so incapable to stand before who Jesus Christ really is. And Father, I just pray that you would give us a sense... Allow us to feel your presence with us and know the power of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit, through the Scriptures, and that each... And consider the truth of who Jesus Christ is and why he came and what his life and his work should mean to me. And so, Lord, scriptures today, and we ask all of this in the name of your beloved Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Scripture... So I've um, listed here to the Gospel of John chapter one. And we're going to read at verse one. So if you have a Bible, just go to it. If not, you can just listen was the word. And the Word was with God. Verse three says, "All things were made by Him, thing made that was made. in Him." Was the light of men. Now just drop down to verse. Amazing. God Himself visited this planet. The world was made by Him and the world knew Him not. That the Word, Jesus Christ, who is God, and dwelt among us. And John says, Begotten of the Father, full, full, and of His fullness have we all received and grace for grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. The only begotten Son who is, declared Him. He hath interpreted Him. He hath, short to chapter 17. John 17 and verse 3, Jesus to his father on the night that he was going free. And this is life eternal through God and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Me With thine own self, catch this, with the glory the world was before came unto the men that thou gavest me out of the world thine they were I word verse 8 for i have given unto them they have received them and have known surely that i came out that thou hast sent me one last now initially it might sound like a strange verse that i'm reading 12 and verse 29. The commandments is. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. mind, With all thy mind. And with. You see, when we consider the person of. It is not blind faith. Something that is blind faith. No. And became a man shows compelling evidence so that we can believe in his son, Jesus Christ. It's that love God with their heart. And that's good. But those same Christians in their mind are occupied with many other heart and our mind to love God. With rational intelligence that God has given us in the person of Jesus Christ, and God has given us truth that with our intelligence, we can study the scriptures. It's not just blind faith. There are people in this world today that will say, that is so far from the truth. God has given us, and especially by the visit of Jesus Christ, His own Son, and as we study the person of Jesus Christ, through rationally love God, not just our heart and our soul and our strength. I wanna to speak to you about the person of Jesus Christ we talk about is leading up to the person subject of all he's everything you see and he is cover to cover Jesus Christ is if he is the founder of Christianity the author and finisher of our faith just that he is the Savior Of all mankind teaches us, as we have read in John chapter one, that Jesus Christ, he is the sovereign commander of the entire universe. Without him was not anything made and the ending of all things. And so I need to stop. Do you know him? Did him? You see, that is a critically important because if you're here today and you believe on Jesus Christ, confidence in him personally, alone, you are rich. You've been forgiven of all your sins, satisfied forever. And you have an inheritance that can never fade away. If you believe in Jesus Christ today, you can never be taken away and you have an incredibly bright future. God and the Lord Jesus Christ forever. And the Bible says, in his hand are pleasures forevermore. So if you believe on Jesus Christ, but I also need to tell you today that if you're Christ and you have never placed personal faith in him, to God, and you've never repented, I have to tell you that the Bible says you are desperately poor spiritually. Dangerous position. You are in danger for all eternity. Your dreams, your assets in this life will come to an end on the day that you die of sinking sand. That's what the Bible says, Matthew chapter. After you die, you, you have no certainty of being with God. And with my, my deepest desire today is that everyone in this audience, personal faith and confidence in him alone. Not your back, but in Jesus Christ alone. To this. So when I began this series, We considered a just and a holy God. Eternal, He is just and holy, and He is loving. Attributes are even in perfect balance, invisible. He is the one who is all-powerful, all-knowing, omniscient of the universe. He created man in His own image. And why were we created? I mean, like, what are we here for anyway? You ever think about that? He created us in His own image to worship Him, to glorify God. So what happened? The sin of the ages. By December, death came by sin. And what happened? The God's kingdom and Satan's kingdom. And there was two federal heads. God's plan for the ages all centered in the person and work of His Son, Jesus Christ came to redeem sinners, to destroy death, to, to take care of our biggest problem, to deliver us, and to bring many sons to glory. That's why He came. Matthew 1 and verse 15 says, this is a faithful saying, worthy to be the world to save sinners. Paul adds, Of whom I am. Tell you today, God Himself came in the flesh, a man, holy God and holy man, and to save us by His grace, to deliver us from our. Why Jesus Christ came. So I want to share with you first of all, John chapter one and verse one says, "Was the Word." And the word was with God and the word erect translation of that verse. Was God. Jesus Christ is God. He is eternal. Like how can a, I'm sitting here wrestling with this this week. How can a five forty-seven years old. Wow. I think that's real old. So, here's this little baby. This little baby that's here, he's five weeks old, hardly knows what kind of an environment he doesn't know that he's been brought into. Beginning, and we have an end date in our body. We are so structured by time. God is not. God, what's the beginning? The only thing that I can say is, of a material universe, God was there. So when there was no earth, no matter, no time, no space, nothing. Let me tell you that Jesus Christ is there as God the Son. How do we know that He's eternal? How do we know that Jesus Christ is God? In John chapter 1 and verse 18, we read an amazing verse. The only begotten Son, which is... This verse is teaching that forever, in the past, in the present, and in the future, the Son of God is in the bosom of the Father. He is intimacy and union with the Father. There's a light rejoicing ever before Him and His Son into the world. He is eternal. He says himself as the I am. Do you know what that term means? It's the ever exist. God is not dependent on life, space, oxygen. God is self-existent. That's who Jesus Christ is. And he it and he says, I am. And people couldn't figure this out He's old yet. Jesus says before Abraham was, I am. I am. The Bible says that he inhabits eternity. This is God himself. Not only that, John chapter 11, he says, He believes in me, though he dies, yet shall he live. The one who believes in him will live after they die. John 5 and verse 25 says, In his power of an hour, when all that are in the graves will hear my voice this we see it in living color in john chapter 11 come forth and he that was dead came forth at the end of the age when every soul that dies that has ever lived will hear he is eternal he has power over all flesh here's an amazing thought John chapter 3 and verse 36 has everlasting life. He that believes not the Son will not see life. His eternal actually controls life. You know, he says in John, up his eyes and he prays to his Father and he says, glorify me with the glory that I have ever created or existed. Jesus Christ, God's Son, was in the same chapter. You loved me before the foundation of the world by God, Jesus Christ existed forever in a past eternity. The Bible teaches very clearly that Jesus Christ is eternal. Bible also teaches, you know what's so amazing about that? Is that all life, take this to your um, science professor tomorrow morning, all life, life, biological life, biochemistry, genetics. Colossians 1 and verse 16 says, he made all things, and by him, all things are held together. In scripture, that shows us his power to do that. I ask myself that question. Verse 11 is an amazing verse. Takes us into the future, exists. You know what it says in Revelation 20 and verse 11? God said, stand before God. And then it says, Heaven and earth, heaven and earth dissipated. So you got everybody and they're in midair. They're in outer space. Because by him all things consist. When he the universe, it's gone. He created it like that. That controls Life and destiny in him is spiritual life, spiritual life a life folks do you have it? If you have the son you have The best kind of life first John five and verse 12 says you know, I just want to turn to a verse in 1 John 5. It's, it's really an amazing... 1 John chapter 5, and right at the end of the chapter, the end of the verse, it says, His Son, Jesus Christ, His Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God. And for all of us today is, do you have life? John 17 and verse 3 says, And Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. To know Jesus Christ is to have eternal, everlasting life in Him. Here's what else John 1 says. He became incarnate. What? This impotent God became flesh. Step. The one who is with God and is God and became incarnate. The Word became flesh. And John says condescension. First John chapter three says this. Great is the mystery of God was manifest in flesh. God himself. In the person of Jesus Christ. Can you understand that he felt touched and sensed all that we experience in life. Jesus Christ became 100% man without sin. Never had before humanity And that humanity that He took in a glorified body, Jesus Christ took humanity, spotless, ascended. He took a glorified body back into heaven. He dwelt among us. Hebrews 2 and verse 14 is a real interesting verse. Coming down, He passed by angels. He, He never became an angel. The seed of Abraham. Why did He do that? It's the only flesh and blood, and he became a man so that he would go crucified as the sacrifice for our sin to put our sin away all their lifetime subject to bondage. Destroy Satan, crush, became incarnate. You know, there's a verse in 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 1 God. See, we don't believe that there's three gods, there's three persons. It says there is one God and one one God and one mediator who actually stepped himself a ransom for all. And it also says fully God and fully man that could bridge the gap and bring us to God. There is a beautiful summary of his incarnation for you real quick. He who is equal with God, that's laid aside his glory, made himself of a servant, made in the likeness of men, became cross, obedient unto death, even the death. I'm going to really digress here. Forgive me for this. Have you ever seen the movie? Okay, there is an amazing illustration They didn't recognize him who is this guy you know he says that became a slave to defy an empire jesus christ god almighty became a sauce not to defy an empire but to destroy the abolished death to put away sin to rescue us jesus christ god's son he became incarnate to die upon the cross. He was unrecognized. I don't know if you realize that or not. It says in John 1, he was in the world. The- he came into a world knowing that he would be rejected. The almighty God of eternity steps into humanity. <laughs> what massive city did he go to? What food? Negative, negative, negative. He's given a peasant family in Nazareth. Despised place. Oh, what is she? 17, 18, 19 years old? A nobody. Jesus Christ, God's Son, is born of this virgin. Pure, whole. You know what's significant about that? They missed him. They missed him. Came to this world and. We missed him. They missed him in Bethlehem. Down into the field somewhere. Oh, there's a cattle shed over there. They missed him. They missed him at Bethlehem. When the religious elite of society are there and he's pointed out as the lamb. They missed him in Nazareth. He, he gets up and he reads the scriptures. son. They missed him in Nazareth. They missed him. They missed him at the cross. When they said we will not, have him. they missed him in resurrection. Let me tell you, they won't miss. Him. Verse seven says, "Every eye will see him, and all the world comes back to this world in power and great glory. Every single person, because of him, they will bow in fear." And some Lord, he was unrecognized in that day; he will be recognized. Do you know him? Do you know that he loves you? Do you know that he became a man to taste death? So you and I could be forgiven? Do you recognize him? He's God. He has power to save lives. He has power to over the elements. He holds everything together. He is God Almighty God. Everything that God is was holiness, righteousness, justice, compassion, mercy. He communicates what God is. John three and verse thirty four says this: words of God. He who God sent, Jesus Christ, speaks of God. The Bible that you hold in your lap is living; it is never pass away. Heaven and earth will pass away, Jesus said, but my word's mighty. And he came to manifest, to display, to enter his life. He lifts his eyes up into heaven and he says, Father, I have manifested, manifested your name that the book that you're holding in your hand has manifested who God is. And responsible to God for what we know. It has been revealed to us. It came to display God. Hebrews 1 says, God has spoken in many times, spoken unto us in his son, whom he hath ordained heir of all. You are accountable. You are responsible. And so am I because of in the person of Jesus Christ. I'm going to close with this. This is my last point. This is amazing. Grace. We would not have missed the law, What does the law do? It kills. The law slays. Just holds you accountable and guilty with absolutely no resolution. Grace. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Folks, here's the fact: sold under sin, captured by Satan's death. We're all part of that. And there's a righteous judge, world of sinners, and he says, You are all guilty. Worse than that, he says, there's a a death sentence upon every single one. You're going to die. There's no hope. So what happens? Grace. You know what happens? The judge takes off his, and he stoops down. God, all to where we are, God manifest in flesh. And he's, they don't deserve anything. They can't pay for their sins. Are you kidding me? God's own son. Goes up in this, in this town of Nazareth, hated, despised, spit upon. Only son. And he comes down, and he steps down, and he goes lower and lower. I love a world of guilty sinners. I'm going to pay the price for these sinners. Grace and truth comes by Jesus Christ, made sin for us, that we might be, folks, this is grace, undeserved kindness, if. but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ, and God's own, you know what we sang today, how fitting, when I think of God, and take it in, that on the cross, my burden, gladly bearing, he ble- can you worship God today? You have been saved by the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Compromising. God didn't compromise truth to bring you to heaven. God didn't compromise. And the justifier of him that believeth in Jesus, because Christ paid the debt. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father, we the truth of the word of God. You have overwhelmed us by worship and adoration and thinking that you gave your son. Think of how the scripture says, you know the grace of our Lord Jesus. Though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might be made rich. And Lord, you you have blessed us. You've made us rich in Christ. We love you, Father. We thank you for this truth. We pray that as we leave this place, that if there's any in this gathering that have never believed on the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal savior. Pray that they might do it today. And Lord, we ask you to part us with your blessing and give us a good day this Father's Day. Help us to enjoy all the blessings that you've brought us into. And we thank you for your son in his own worthy and precious name, amen.